This is, this is the In the Black Podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is what it is. All right. Right about now. Oh, I was about to jump into the end of the show. We just started this motherfucker. God damn. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Here we, here we are. You still, wanna, you still got my man yeah, smoke, 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 smoking your lungs though? I mean, no, man. My, man, my man, he's an ambulance. <laughs> Shit, this motherfucker charbroiled over there. What the fuck is going on? Shit. <laughs> I told I told my daughter before we started this joint. I said, "Listen, come here." I said, "Baby, do you see my face?" And she was she came downstairs all giddy, right? <laughs> she came downstairs all giddy. And I said, "Baby, do you see my face?" And she said, "Yes." I said, "Let this be evidence to you that your dad would die for you." Okay? And she's like, "Yes, daddy." <laughs> Bro, listen. What the hell? I don't believe in a literal figurative Yo. hell. But if yo, there's a place you, such as that, yo, you, you are going you, with gasoline draws on and a lighter in your hand. You are a special one. Because that is you the most egregious. You know what? Wait, wait Elgin. <laughs> Elgin. Is one this thing is the most egregious. It's one explanation, bro. The Nigerian culture, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what, what that, it is. That, We're going to sound like the, 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 the reverse the hidden, hashtags. This is the hidden nuance of Nigerian culture right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gonna get them. We gonna get them hashtag it, folks on the line. This is how they tell you how to raise your children through Cru- crush, sheer guilt. Listen, crush through mountains w- of guilt. I want, I want to be mad at you. Mountains, but, but I, oh I no, bro. This is but your response and approach to this was purely I Nigerian. I can't. I can't. I can't. Your mother did the same I can't. thing. I said, I want to be mad, you but know I, 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 I there's, for you. there's no lies. There's no lies detected. No, 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 no. You see this last summer? You see this amputated arm, son? I, <laughs> I, I, I almost oh, died <laughs> for you in this country. Oh, bro. The absolute guilt. My mom, I'll tell you. Listen, my mom, one time she told me, she said, do you know what I went through to give birth to you guys? <laughs> I was in school. I was. She said I was in teachers' college. I was working, and I work. She said I walked six miles from the teachers' college back home, and it was because of that six-mile walk that pushed you out. And you know, I didn't have uh, epidural, and I did it natural. Man, my mom, she be she be doing it, boy. So I was like, oh crush. I want to be mad. Man. But I can't because there's no lies detected, my I guy. Mean, no lies detected. We can we can talk about that for hours. I mean, I know, bro. I know, bro. Yes. I mean, welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up? What's up? What yeah, matter of fact, I got a, I got a book for you right here. But... Should, no, don't give me no books. This is the end of Black Podcast. In case you weren't aware, this is a podcast well, dedicated to covering the long term effects of childhood adversity. <laughs> <Shut the fuck up. laughs> You are an asshole. Whatever. (laughs) In case you weren't aware, this is a podcast dedicated to cover the current events and social issues going on in your black world and covering it all from the perspective of three grown-ass men who love their kids. I am your host, Big O, Mr. In the Black himself. But you know, I could never do this alone. Let me introduce the rest of my daycare crew. Crush, what's going on, man? What's good, everybody? Little Mermaid <laughs> Eldrin, what is going on, sir? Bro, I don't know. You scared the hell out of me tonight, my guy. I don't know. I mean, dig you. Damn. <laughs> this nigga's response was, "Damn, nigga, you extra crispy tonight. What happened to you?" No, no, like, that, was, that was after after I <laughs> went like, through. Because <laughs> I was like, "Are the kids okay? Is the wife okay? Is the house okay?" And once mind I got you, he to didn't. You, it was like, mind you, he didn't ask shit about me, nigga. No, he said every. He went through everybody else. It was because like, you're on camera on a podcast. Well, you're alive, we know where your priorities lie. Okay, I mean, <laughs> we're, we're clear. As long as the dude is breathing and talking, we're fine. 
Yeah, Elgin, I fucking hate you so much. If if you are checking this yeah. out on YouTube, make sure you yeah, hit the man. thumbs up, finesse that thing, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on the next episode. Please, please Follow us across social media at In the Black PDCST on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram, and come on over to our show to our website so you can check out past episodes of the show and if you want to become part of the family come on over to our patreon we're doing bigger and better things over there so make sure you check that out as well now we are jumping into our black box letter for tonight it's an actually an interesting one so i want to get you guys opinion uh black box letter from tonight comes from taylor and taylor says hey guys i've been listening to you guys for a while and i love how you guys talk about relationship topics and I've heard you talk about finances on occasion, but I don't recall ever hearing you talk about finances and relationships before. I'm 34 years old and I've been married for going on five years now. I recently got a bump in my salary, so I finally hit the low sixes. When it comes to money, I've never been frivolous with my money, but I've always been of the mind, if you don't take risks, you're not going to get rewards. So making investments here and there, selling stuff on eBay and Facebook Marketplace, it's always been my thing. I've always been a grinder. I've always hustled. My wife, on the other hand, has always been conservative with her money. Very conservative. So when she asked me what the plans were with the additional income, I told her that I would save more and invest a lot more, try different, trying out different ventures. As you right. can imagine, the fact that I'm talking to you about this, it didn't go over well. So I got to know, what do you guys suggest doing when you and your partner don't see eye to eye on the financial direction of your household? Thanks, Taylor Made. So Taylor, let me ask you the first question. Who wants to go first? Are you mm. are you guys married? Yeah, he's married. He said yeah, five, yeah, years like five, five years old. Yeah, oh, okay. What? Well, and I guess, damn Taylor, the, the the question, bro, is: Did you have the conversation about finances before you put a ring on it? If you didn't, if you guys did not have a conversation about the way finances, child rearing, religious beliefs, all those things before you put a ring on it, you opened up yourself to a, a, a long and incredibly difficult conversation and situation where you're ultimately going to have to make some sort of sacrifice and compromise in order to allow the marriage and the relationship to be fruitful and to go in a positive direction. So I think there's a level of compromise here that you guys can do. I, I think you, if again, if this is what you want to do based off of the way you and your relationship are built, if you want to have a, a sense of uh, partnership in this dynamic you can say to your partner hey i'm making 400 extra dollars a month i want to take half of that to go do my risky shit that i like to do the other half i'll put in our collective account to do whatever with or baby i love you so much I, we can take i'll take two to go do the risky shit i put 100 in the family joint account and you can have a hundred and you can go enjoy your time and do whatever the hell you want to do with your money. I think there has to be a level of compromise here because of your marriage dynamic. Now, if you were single, my guy, completely we'd be having story, a man. completely different conversation. Yes, sir. But the fact that you are you put yourself in a position where and I don't know the dynamics of your relationship, what, how you guys work finances, whether you guys have joint accounts, mm. whether you have separate accounts, because I think all those things play a factor. Yep. If you guys have separate accounts 
and there's one account where you guys use just to play bills, oh, bro, you, you may not have to compromise then because you guys have set up a dynamic where as long as the bills are paid, you can do whatever you want to with the money. Mm-hmm. It literally depends on how you guys have your financial situation set up. Mm-hmm. But actually, at the same time, bro, if you just find a way to compromise, man, in order to just keep the beefing down. It's, it's money, right? It's, it's nothing worth a relationship ending for. I think she asked a valid question. I think she asked a fair question. I don't yeah. think she was wrong for asking that question. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I can understand. A malicious place either. So. No, and I, I can understand her pushback. I can understand her feeling, you know, because again, we're living in a completely different world financially, a world that's growing more and more difficult from a financial standpoint. So I understand how women in particular would want you to begin to save more, to put more to the side and do those things. I don't know if you got kids. There's a whole lot of different variables here, but just compromise, bro. It ain't worth, it ain't worth fucking arguing about. No bullshit. Crush, what about you, man? Well, um, you know, from how he describes his household and the uh, the financial acumen of both partners, I would definitely speculate that the house is financially sound, and it has been for some time. Um, any concern that she expresses is probably from habit. To be honest with you, in my in my, in my honest opinion. What sounds like the case, what sounds like, you know, what sound, what seems to be the case here is you've been able to, um, you know, exercise your investments without um, affecting the financial structure of the household. Yeah. However, now that you're enjoying increased income, you're seeing an opportunity. And she is, of course, is aware of the extra income and you know it has her concerns you know of you using it in a way that she didn't expect she may have you know it's, it's either of two things either there is a uh either she has not found a way to or maybe she recently came into a concern or an interest that she wants to explore financially when and had just didn't find that it was just kind of thrown off the car off guard at that moment that you can articulate what she wanted to say in in, in regards to that or it's really a case where um, and this, this, this is very possible, you know, even, even after five years that you may need to, you know, you, you may say, Hey babe, wait a minute. You know, do you, do you know what I'm investing in? Do you know why I'm investing? Um, do you know how much and how long I've done, I've done this and, and how well I've done and where I failed? Let's, let's go down the line let me, yeah, from, yeah. from my day one investment. And what yeah, happened, yeah, yeah. and why at this time with you, I want to go through this investment and this one and this one. It sounds like it sounds like y'all need to. You might I'm not saying educate her, but you might, I think you might want to bring her into the fold and and give her the full the full presentation of of, of the where the, the where's and the why for us because you know conservative people just need to be informed. Yeah, <laughs> they just need yeah. to know what's going on to make because she may come back <clears> at you. <throat> she may come back at you and say, "Wait a minute, I." I understand what you want to do, but yeah. I just realized that I think I want a new house. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it, but in realizing new money, oh, wait a minute. I think I think I want a new house. Babe. And yeah. not until this discussion comes up do you realize, you know, because these thoughts coming, you know, as, as a couple's all kinds of thoughts floating out of our heads of plans and ideas. And you, you, you put little pins in them in your brain, like, oh, I did see a nice house, a nice car, but she's conservative, so she's 
shuffling that shit away and keep and keeping her eyes on, on the prize or keeping sure. the house sound, which I'm it sounds like it's been sound for five years. So it sounds like you either need to just you know take her through why you why and wherefore is your investment, or maybe you know she needs to express like, wait a minute, do you have something in mind for 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 extra money in the house right now? Yeah, and maybe maybe yeah. maybe need to you know maybe there's something that you haven't been able to articulate. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, because yeah. asking for a new house right now is kind of a tall order. You know what yeah, I mean? This is think- an example. This is an example. I, I think that what Eldrin was saying before, there's there's so much to unpack within this conversation. And we, like Eldrin always is prone to say, we go into these conversations, into these letters, only getting a portion of what is actually happening. So we try to be as fair and as rational as possible based on what we know. But let's take a step back, man. When you're dealing with a conservative person, that conservatism, conservatism, comes from somewhere right it just doesn't get spawned out of thin air it's influenced yeah she could be coming from we she could be coming from a history of lack my guy that's that was where i was going she could be coming from a place where she ain't never she ain't never had it and And when you know when you've never had had you try to hold tight you hold tight on it every single bit that you've got so the thought of you being, risking it and risk being risky or loose with it and i, I mean i'm using that term flippantly but yeah. being loose or frisky with your <clears> throat> throat> it can scare somebody who's never had from anything man when sure. you've got a when you've got a plan months in advance to do the simplest of things man so i can understand her being conservative yeah. but in the same token man this is something that I think that if you had properly laid the groundwork for From earlier gate, in the relationship, you may not have had this conversation. Ooh. Maybe she sees you doing this, like the 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 Facebook flipping and doing X, Y, and Z, yeah. but you've never laid out the details to her. The so details all she knows it. is, nigga, you just taking money and you doing X, Y, and Z I'm with sure. it, and she's not seeing necessarily seeing the magnification or the or the full picture. The full picture. What you, what you've been yeah. doing. So you got to sure. break it all out to her, man. Or if worse comes to worse, and this this happens, and I'm gonna keep it 100% funky with you. Some it, it's happened in our household when you deal with somebody who's slightly more conservative than you are with money. If it's really that serious, sometimes you need to oh, go about it. On, do it, my God. No, sometimes you gotta go about it on your own, right? And then ask for ask for forgiveness instead of asking for permission. Oh, I'm not my saying God. that you do that. What? Listen, I'm not You're saying that you do that. Go ahead, listen, do it. Listen, 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 listen. This is what I'm talking. This is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking. About. I, I I don't know if this concept applies to. to to our women, bro. I don't listen to listen to what I'm saying. I'm trying to break it down for you. Trying to break it down. Help us. You're making me sweat in my chest. Nervous. I don't know. Listen to what I'm saying. Don't ask for. Don't ask. Don't ask for. Listen. 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 But all jokes, but no, all jokes aside, man, like it's it's really sometimes you do have to go about it on your own. When you have sometimes if you have that vision, you've planned it out, you've done all the research, you've done all the hard work. But lay lay that out to what that looks like because what you're saying gives the impression that you're telling this man 
or other people in general to be deceptive no, and, no, 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 no. No, and, withhold, listen, listen. and withhold information from their partners and go and do a thing. And if it works, hey, here's the spoils. And if it doesn't, ask for forgiveness. No, no, no. That's not what I, that's not what I mean. Okay, please what clear I mean that is that that's what everybody heard. This- that's not whatever you son of a bitch. That's, that's you, what I heard. You, you, you motherfucking guy. The fucking both. What I heard, so, y'all. Listen, is, listen. What I so heard in death. I heard bullets in chamber. You have. I heard, you have I heard, this, I heard this, lacerations. Are you guys finished? <laughs> you motherfuckers. So you have this conversation with her about what your vision is, what you plan on doing, how she can possibly be involved in this whole effort, and if she is conservative, extremely conservative with finances, of course, you you know, you're going to get pushback. You lay out everything. And then you you let her know that this is what I plan to do. And you do you do it anyway. No, no. no. Yes. Sometimes you got to do do do. Sometimes you got listen, listen, I'll give you a perfect I'll give you a perfect example. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm going to put you on to in in my in my house. Okay, the house in your Nigerian culture house. No, listen, don't do that. In this house, in Hold my on. house. Does, that, 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 does your culture, does your African heritage play a role in the way that you and your wife do marriage? It affects us in some degree. Yeah, I think so. Okay, okay. But so both, I think that's why I mentioned listen, that because I think that's okay. important because I don't important. know if Taylor made it is. Been, we've both been in the United States long enough that it is, there's a, there's a balance. You making it seem like I just got off the fucking boat yesterday. Don't do <laughs> the, that, nigga. The God way damn. you got talk about how you handled your kids after listen. the fucking fire. <laughs> You want me to give you a benefit of the doubt, give or me, how you give, give me so, El, El, Elgin, show, Elgin, show me some, Elton, show me some grace, please. Never we'll talk about this. Oh, you show me some grace. Show me some grace. Not, you will never get at no, it. But sometimes you got your kids. Sometimes you got to because you're you're not promised anything. Whether you go in on it with both of you fully blown, or you go in on on your own, like like I said, I'm gonna give you a little insight. The house that we're in currently, right? My wife, for the longest time, when I was looking for the, when we were looking for this house, um, I told her that I think it's time for us to buy a house. We need to buy a house. We're going to be paying mortgage, um, paying rent on the place that we've been in for a long time, and it's going to continue to increase. And we're not getting anything from it. And she's financially conservative. She's like, I don't think that we're ready. I don't think that they were ready at all. So I said, When are you going to be ready? She's like, I don't know, but I don't think they were ready. So I was like, Okay. So I started doing all the research, doing all, laying on the groundwork and all that other stuff and found a realtor, found the mortgage broker, did all that. And we ended up, long story short, we bought the house, right? We got the house after her completely not being on board about jumping in financially to the, get this you house. You did the research, you went and extended yourself and you brought it to your wife. But that's my point. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but that's not the way you painted it, my guy. And I'm, I'm being serious here, in okay, all seriousness. Okay. So how did I paint, paint it then? You painted as if these people in relationships should just go ahead and do it. And on the other side, either ask for forgiveness, you know, ask for forgiveness if it goes wrong. Like, you you painted it in such okay. a way that people should just step out behind their partner's back and I'm, go ahead I'm and do I'm not saying that you should be... Like, okay, I, I want to make sure that I'm... You, I want to make sure I'm very clear. I am I not saying that you should be deceptive. 
and a machete. <laughs> and, and, she, I just and, and the pepper and the bear spray. My mind you, she just added yeah, the bear spray. The bear. But, oh yeah, she does now because you got the face of a bear now. So it, it makes sense. It makes the, sense. <laughs> my my boots are ready to kick you in in every crevice in your motherfucking. But no, you gotta my have man those like cocaine bear up on his joint. But go ahead. <laughs> Elgin, Chester, it's not too far, my guy. I'm gonna come and come and fucking meet you. But go ahead, clear, clear but up got, here. But yeah. you know you've got to have this these. You've got to lay everything. You've got to lay everything out on on the floor. All the information. Folks know where, you got yeah. to. Even if you decide yeah. ultimately just to be like, "Eff it, I'm going to do it anyway." You got to. It's you don't know. It's, you can't say that they didn't know. You laid everything out. And you take the repercussions as they come after the fact. I mean, sometimes you, sometimes you just, sometimes you just got to. Sometimes you got to. Because let's be, let's keep it funky. We've I mean, all maybe, been in a position. Maybe with, maybe with your No, hold on, real quick. Some we've all been a, in a position, whether with our marriage or with close relationships, yeah. where the person that you're dealing with doesn't see your vision, and even after breaking it down and explaining it, they still don't see your vision, right? right? But that shouldn't stop you from trying to. Trying to complete this vision, right? Well, true. You just true. should that stop you and say, okay, well, I'm not going to venture into this deal because my partner, my friend, whoever is like, nah, they're against it. What type of life is that? Oh my guy, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. That is purely situational. Whether or not mm. I would say that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I mean, you know, sacrifice and say no or yes. Yeah, if it's going to cause me to ultimately possibly ruin or lose that relationship, I might lean more on the not doing it aspect than I would actually pursue because that relationship means that much. But I understand what you're saying. That's fair. That's uh, fair. I or, do. Or but again, at least delay it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, at least delay it. But I think the point that we're making to my man Taylor here is, bro, this is another example for people who are in relationships who are pursuing long-term monogamous relationships that they actually have these incredibly crucial conversations have the conversations that you never think are going to come up in a relationship yeah have those conversations that's the conversation you have that the ones that you never believe are going to show up in your relationship about the situations that you never believe are going to show up in your relationship talk about those things don't talk about the shit that you already know that she fucking likes strawberry jelly you know that light light butter don't talk about that shit talk about what happens if she meets somebody that she's attractive to how do you guys navigate that how do you navigate if she loses her job and she's not able to pay her portion of the bills how does she navigate if you get injured and you're not able to work for an extended mm. period of time and provide? Have those conversations <clears throat> because they'll display a level of understanding of where you guys are. And oftentimes, honestly, man, it'll prevent you guys from making decisions about your future that'll be really difficult to get out of as you go further in time. I give you that. Yeah. I give you that. So thank you, Taylor, man. We appreciate you writing in, man. Best of luck to you, man. I hope you guys figure it, figure it out. Hope you figure it out. L, what do we have on deck next? I think you wanted to talk about that 14-year-old in um, South, is it South Carolina? Yeah, but I'm going to shift gears a little bit. I, I, okay. I don't, since we talked about the young brother earlier <clears throat> with the police shooting, I, I don't want to talk about another shooting tonight, man. That's, that's too fucking heavy. I want to talk about some fucking evil white people. I think that's a much better topic to... Uh, <laughs> to go into perfect last year uh hulu 
put out an absolute phenomenal mm-hmm. uh, TV series called Dope Sick. Uh, and honestly, when I'm watching, well, I'll share that in a moment. Dope Sick was about a small uh, minor town that was ultimately the hotbed, the birthplace of the Oxycontin uh, abuse that we see taking place, the opioid crisis. It's where many believe it began in white communities. Phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal series, uh, well acted. Michael Keaton deserved every fucking award he can possibly get. It painted the side of this real life company called Purdue Pharma. Purdue Pharma manufactures pain medicines such as hydromorphone, uh, oxycodone, fentanyl, codeine, hydrocodone, and ultimately they are the creators of Oxycontin. And if you know anything about Oxycontin, Oxycontin was one of the drugs that was marketed to doctors first as a way of addressing the, the the pain management of their patients because a lot of the previous medications worked on a real stringent small time cycle right but with oxycotton when taken on a 12-hour schedule it they believed and pushed in their marketing had lower abuse potential right so it, it, it lowered the ability and opportunity for addiction this is what this particular company, Purdue Pharma, marketed towards doctors, right? Through seminars, through money, through all these different things. And this particular series that I'm talking about on Hulu documents and outlines the intentionality of it. And you can just hmm. Google, you would Google Purdue Pharma and the Sackler family, it'll demonstrate and show you how this. So one of the reasons why this particular story popped up for me is here recently, this particular family, Sackler family, who are behind the Purdue Pharma company. uh, Today, clearing the way for OxyContin maker Purdue Pharma's settlement of thousands of legal claims over the toll of opioids. The court approved a plan that would make members of the wealthy Sackler family give up ownership of Purdue, which would become a new company known as NOAA, with its profits being used to fight the opioid crisis. Today's decision also protects members of the Sackler family from lawsuits over the toll of opioids. Many of the people who were affected by these, uh, the Oxycontin specifically opioid crisis aspect. They came together and filed a huge lawsuit against Purdue Pharma. Mm -hmm. These people won this particular lawsuit. And ultimately this lawsuit was going to have to pay these people out six billion dollar settlement. Yeah, now, I want to be clear with that. A little bit over key word here that I think people often overlook when we talk about this is the word settlement. That means that both sides came together and negotiated this particular price. This does not go to a trial. A lawyer did not say, or a judge did not say that it had to be paid. They came to agreement. And one of the things that the Sackler family did 
they were really strategic in trying to keep their name clean in the process. So while all of these companies and these businesses and these institutions, these colleges that had Sackler buildings that was for their medical, they was endowments like endowments and all of endowments. That it was like if these companies or these institutions remove our names in their press release, they can't talk bad about us. Like that was part of the agreement. They can't say anything disparaging about us. So the key thing here was really important for me was that the immunity that this family ultimately gets is they are not ever going to be held personally responsible for this. That's the key part of the settlement. And when you do your research, whether you just do a, a real brief and surface level uh, researching on Google, you'll find how this particular family were absolutely integral and the leaders of getting the opioid crisis started. Like the parts of the family, you had lead doctors of Purdue Pharma, whose last name was Secular, who, I mean, these are probably some of the most evil people who ever walked the planet. Because this is the point that I want people to understand, and I'll open it up for you guys, is when the deaths toll, the overdoses and the death tolls of people dying from Oxycontin began to rise and began to investigate, Purdue Pharma didn't stop producing Oxycontin. They did not stop pushing it on doctors. They did not stop pushing it in their seminars. They did not stop lying on documents. What Purdue Pharma actually did was went back into the lab and tried to figure out more effective ways to, to work, and work. Yeah, to work around this. This, this is how insidious. So while people are dying from this, right? And so when we talk about big pharma, Purdue Pharma is one of the big examples of what big pharma yeah. is and how these things. So the, the, the immunity thing for me, man, was something that was really shocking. I understand why the, the families uh, or the people in the lawsuits agreed to offer and allow these folks to have immunity. But at the same time, when you begin to unpack some of the amounts of money that these people were going to be getting, some of these people are only going to be getting like $3,500. If that. Yeah. If that. Right. So they said one of the things I read was like low side, 3,500 high side, 48 to $50,000. Mm -hmm. But that, that small amount also tells you what out of $6 billion, how many people were, were affected? affected? Hundreds of thousands. Yeah. Easily, 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 easily. I think one of the things that we need to talk about honestly is once again, like Eldrin was saying is the marketing arm that they use to push this medication it was pushed and i use push intentionally push oh, yeah. on doctors oh, yeah. besides the seminars they would use they used to do they, uh yeah. tailor-made commercials that they would send to uh hospitals and to doctors offices they and would they were send, leaning on that legally to continue well, pushing oxycontin well that and the fact that they were literally sending doctors out on three-day vacations like a group of doctors on three-day vacations to go to some secluded area where they would pitch them the medicine and take them like all inclusive and it's all like inclusive. you spend you spending that type of money to push to push this medication out 
and knowing that it's a fake news. I think, at, I, think at, I think at one point they actually left um, an older version of some kind of a uh, some kind of regulation on some in, in some in some large county, and they said that's what that's what we that's went what by. That's what we went by. We 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 didn't come to find out the shit was altered and all this other, all the bullshit and and they were hmm. handing out that that graphic like across states saying this is yeah. the regulation this is the rule this is, this, is what yeah. we, this is what we go by not knowing that it was yeah. antiquated and out of yeah, the pain management cool. aspect of healthcare has been an issue for years for right? long ass time we we, yeah. we, we understand that the it's pain right management here. aspect has been an issue for years it's yeah. one of the reasons why you have cocaine in the form that you have because cocaine in its early stages was used as a form of pain management also alcohol right we morphine, know how that morphine all those things so when people are living with severe pain from just back injuries or just things that are never going to heal properly they're looking for something to be able to do their everyday life with pain free and but that's let's, how let's keep, fun- let's keep it funky slide in there. Let's, let's keep it funky they it, that was it was an that was its initial intent oh yeah but like after the that way they were oh, no. the way they were pumping it out they were giving it for just about anything it was so loose you could come in and like doc i've had a toothache for the past two three days You're like okay slide you with some fucking oxy instead of saying well you know this shit is some strong shit to go take some extra strength Tylenol and be all right. They're like, no, since they're like, essentially these doctors at some degree, for lack of a better description, they were getting paid to punch, pump this shit out. And I'll tell you some of the, the marketing folks, the, um, the, um, what do you want to call it? Uh, what do they call those folks? PR? The, the, not, not just the PR, the folks that actually go, go to doctor's offices and do the pitch. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The salespeople. The sales reps, they were making Hand over fist, they were making money. It felt a hand little ponzi-ish. It felt a little ponzi-ish. My guy, they were making it, it, tons of bro. Tons of dollars. But if you were the top sales rep in your region, man, you were killing it. You were that dude. Was you were actually you on vacation. Son, you were practically a millionaire. Yes, but yeah. Yeah. Half, the kids, half the kids in your local high school are strung out. That's the only. That's the only. That's the only yeah. I mean, and, you got your kid, money though. You don't have kids, so it doesn't really matter. So, yeah. and how they have the pain money, management, so. that pain management form now that they have in doctors, where if you're at a zero, if you're at this smiley face, if you're exactly. at this one, it, it came from these yeah, motherfuckers yeah. here. So if you were at a seven, they were like, oh well, here we okay. have this thing here. And, your pain said, scale? and it, your... it got to the point that because of the benefits the doctors were getting, they were influencing or telling their staff to be like, hey, if someone says that they're at a five or a six, you tell them, hey, are you sure you think are you're you sure? at they a had five? A script. You sure it's not a, yeah, you sure you're not a, you're not a seven? You sure yeah. you don't think it's a seven or an eight? It's like, uh. well, you know, it has been aching me. Like, yeah, 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 I think I'm an eight. And that's how that's how the cycle kept moving, how the cycle kept moving. It's while most... knowing that it was addictive mm-hmm. and killing people. I mean, the worst part, the worst part about the oxycontin is that, you know, for those cases where the pain management was needed, the effect was almost miraculous for these people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like truly oh, yeah. miraculous for them. And it was actually like turning their life around within weeks. But then they realized, wait a minute, I really need this shit. And my stomach will not stop turning itself upside down until I take some more. 
talk less about all the side you effects. Know, like, my life is great now, but I just can't eat without taking an oxy. Yeah. It's like that, man. <laughs> and the last part about it is also is I want to highlight this is we have spent years in the black community hollering and screaming about the war on black people via drugs. That there are countless black and brown people, and I say brown people specifically here, because they're criminalized for their couriership for the drugs into the country, right? That are sitting behind bars right now. Right now. And these motherfuckers here who are responsible for hundreds of thousands of deaths and a whole crisis are not only going to be without any sort of legal issues, they're still going to remain billionaires. Don't forget the company's the one that takes the hit. They're not taking the financial hit. So still they're getting away remain, scot-free. They're getting away scot-free. They were able to kill hundreds of thousands of people, make billions of dollars off of it, and still remain scot-free. Yeah. That's this is America. Tonight is the start of the NBA Finals, man. Oh boy! <laughs> you see, you see, you see, Eldridge, You know what it is? Eldridge's butthole is tight. Eldridge's butthole puckered up because he oh thought God. that he I thought that the this reaction. he thought that the Sixers were going to be in it. He's been he's been sour since his favorite African in the whole world oh fucking God. fell out of the damn out of fucking contention. <laughs> but I'm going to ask you. I'm going to oh, ask you, Elgin. Listen, the 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 NBA Finals starts tonight. Two of the most, I think, unseen teams are going oh, to be pain. playing Look in the, the finals tonight. Den the Denver Nuggets and the Miami Heat. Nobody, I don't think anybody had them at the top of their booking to get to the finals. Who do you think is going to take it in the finals? Uh, to be absolutely honest. I will not watch more than five seconds of this playoffs. Uh, is that is that because Embiid is not in it? No, largely because I am uninterested in watching the Denver Nuggets play the Miami Heat in the finals. Uh, because you don't like probably, it? Because you think both teams are... Not only do I think it's not... Uh, I think both teams lack... Uh, I just think it's going to be boring. I don't think anything... But I believe that the Denver Nuggets are going to wear the Miami Heat's ass out from one end of the court to the next end of the court. I believe they are going to sweep the Miami Heat in historic faction. I don't think the Miami think Heat gonna be have a, a fucking shot in you hell. You don't think Jimmy's got any field. chance, man? If you watched the the third the first three quarters of game seven between the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics, literally the first three quarters, the Miami Heat were absolutely spent. The only reason the Miami Heat, and I'll be clear, the only reason the Miami Heat won that game is because the Boston Celtics are literally a trash can on fire, which at the same time speaks oh my God. Terribly about my own team that they beat. In they got their ass worked. Well, they got we are a dumpster fire compared to what the fucking Celtics are, and I believe that. But yeah, it's just it's just not a compelling series. And I'm a basketball fan. Man. I'm diehard. I love Jokic. I think Jokic wow. is fucking phenomenal. But this, um, but this is for you. It doesn't do it doesn't do anything for me, man. It reminds me of the recent Super Bowls, right? It's it's really? just like, yeah. 
you know, I'll watch because it's the Super Bowl, but yeah. What well then what 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 would would have made an exciting game? You know, speaking as the you know the sports ball because he's looking no, at I think, personality. I think teams with personalities. I think I think Denver in and of itself has enough going for it that makes it mm-hmm. exciting. I think they have the talent, they have the personality with fucking Jokic, who is however, this, however, right. the Miami Heat are an underrated, under talented team compared to the Denver Nuggets. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't have they have one star. And Jimmy Butler, who you know is going to leave everything out on the court, but outside of that, they got a bunch of bunch of fucking players that you know you can show up at the Y and give you fucking buckets. <laughs> this nigga's uh, a, he just do elders the fucking hair all day. You heard what he said? These niggas made it to the NBA. You know how many people made Bro, it to the, the NBA? Y? Listen, you know how many people have made it to the NBA? There's literally less than like five thousand people in the history have made it to the NBA. This nigga said that he called them the YMCA players. The point that I'm making is. They are not nearly a talented team as the Denver Nuggets. The Denver in Nuggets comparison, in comparison, the Nuggets also have literally, they have four fucking players that can absolutely they can drop twenty dominate. on you easily. Yeah, easy. Their fourth best player is probably, if not as good as Jimmy Butler. Right under fucking Jimmy Butler. I give you that. I give you that. But hold up. This is the thing. I think once again, like you hit a spot on the head. I think that there is a lack of personality and spark or charisma. You know, the the, this fucking Denver. Dude, the the Denver Nuggets. Oh my God. The Denver Nuggets remind (laughs) me of the fucking fucking Spurs with Tim Duncan. Like, yeah, 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 you have a dominant ass team, but they're as bland as as fucking toast. They don't, have yeah, a no bad, they don't have a bad personality. They don't have any. They don't have any personality. The they wait, have wait, no. No, no. Wait, 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 wait. They're no assholes. Oh no, no, no. They're all everyone's fucking. Right. Everyone's really nice. nice. They're all everyone's nice guys. Really nice They're all very kumbaya esque. Well, let's let's take take, nice take a step back. Players. Your boy Jokic did. Yeah. Your boy Jokic hey, did flame out. Who did he push from behind? Like that almost snapped oh, the whole Mar- yeah. Morris. And that's <laughs> when the, he snapped that's, Morris's neck. And I think that's he almost under, snapped that boy half. That storyline is part of the thing that the NBA is trying to hype up because that was in the bubble with the Miami Heat versus the Denver Nuggets. True. But that was Jimmy three years Butler. ago and that yeah, shit's Jimmy Butler since been wanted to fight the whole Denver yeah, Nuggets. Yeah. Right. I love you, Jimmy. I think you're one of the greatest. He would hold on, hold on. But, let's let's not forget the Jokic I think comes from like Serbia or some shit like that, right? No, no, no. I don't, no, I don't no. know. It doesn't come from nice area Serbia. No, <laughs> no. War torn. Listen, listen. Serbia. Like, he, what, what's funny is that what's funny is that the dude that he the dude that he pushed the dude that he pushed was like is from North Philly. The dude he pushed, his brother responded on Twitter and was like, "Yo, you're not going to do that to my brother. We 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 stand up for one another and shit like that, right?" His brothers, like I said, he comes from war torn Serbia. The brothers came online. I was like, his brothers no. responded, "No, you said, don't want this. You, you don't. You don't want this. You don't know where we come from and what we do. So yeah, yeah, yeah. if you yeah. if you want peace, so you had, just you stay where you at." Two war two war torn communities going ahead. Niggas, ahead. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> Philly and Serbia going ahead. Philly versus ahead. Serbia. North Philly versus Serbia. Those bodies in the, the <laughs> bodies yeah. and beards everywhere. But you but you what's funny is that after his brothers made that comment though, you see the beef died real quick. Because <laughs> no, because there's been rumors in the NBA that his brothers really like they're what like hitmen in Serbia. Like they got but they got real bodies. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. 
but it is what it is. All right, right about now is the time we'd like before, to give a little to Before we fast forward, you yeah, yeah, yeah. hear the news in sports media. If you if you say about fucking Shannon Sharp, I'm gonna kick you in your Bro, ass. I think that is bigger news than the fucking NBA Finals. Okay, okay, let's 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 take a couple minutes, a, a short bit, a couple minutes to discuss. Yeah, just this. a short bit. I don't want to talk about these motherfuckers. Do that you do like you that think that this is a good move? Me for one, I think this, this is a perfect move for him because well, I think honestly, it was a move he made a long time ago. Honestly, no, I don't. Th- in my estimation, I was not watching. I don't watch the show at all, but I, I don't like the, the clips and stuff. I don't watch it for Skip Bayless. I watch to hear what Shannon Sharp's got to say. He's been able to then parlay that into Club Shay Shay, which his episodes, he can chop his his almost two hour long episodes, get to almost two million views. And, and then he chop and then he chops it up. Like and then each one of the chop ups gets almost I'm just a amazed at views. how he was able to get I mean a-list celebrities one after the other want to talk to this of the gates and i'm like they want to talk to him guy you want to talk to this he's likable i don't i, I it's and something you know about what? his personality though. don't, don't get it twisted it's something about, about, his personality. about his personality i'll he's be likeable. fair i don't know what it is right. about his personality that people want to open up to they gravitate to him like that yeah yeah so he did a brilliant i think he's a generally warm personality yeah i think it was brilliant the best part about it is that he's getting a buyout. So he gets to leave mm-hmm. ahead of his contract. Yeah. They're going to pay yeah. him all of his money. He's taking I, his podcast, too. To, no, he, yeah, he's is, taking his podcast, which is the best part. Which is a little weird. Part. I'm like, yeah. Usually, they hold on to at least one property. Well, maybe, let, he, maybe, he, go? maybe he created it outside yeah. of the venue. Oh, no, it was, on Fox. it was on the Fox platform, man. So but he probably left some money. I'm sure he left some money on the table, then. He probably left some money on the table to take the podcast with him. Probably, you, might have well, you know with, what? I, um, I'm okay with that. With, uh, with, with one of our homies was talking. He's in marketing. I was talking to one of our homeboys. He's in marketing. He was like, "The only way this is really going to work for him is if he stays in the public light. He doesn't see him flourishing the way he is flourishing now with just the podcast because he needs to. The what Undisputed gave to him was a constant venue into other people's homes that made them then go back and watch Club Shay Shay. So if he's gone away from TV for too long. Shay Shay, by the way, uh, Shannon. I ain't calling no grown ass black man no fucking shit. That's his show, nigga. Just stop hating on this guy. I was calling him Mr. Sharp. ain't doing that. Hey, Shannon, whatever you do, don't carry your dark skin ass over to ESPN. Okay? No. Could you please do? Could you see? Could you see him? You know what I'm going to say. Could you see him and Stephen A? Could you see him and Stephen A going back and forth? And you know what? The funny part about it is, I think it would be brilliant from a standpoint for Shannon to do it for a short term. But I think if him and Shannon, I mean him and Stephen A, are on a show together, ESPN, ESPN loses as a business because your whole brand now at this point in time. Are Stephen A. Smith and Shannon Fucker Sharp. Like your whole brand essentially mm-hmm. now, what you do when it comes to basketball specifically is Stephen A. Smith. Stephen like Stephen A. A. Yeah. I get he is I the face of you, and you have nobody else. But hold on. You don't no, have no, no, Chris no. Berman. No, you don't have no, anybody to, to else. Be, to be fair, to be fair, they did just drop Pat McAfee the bag to bring him over and leave. They they gave him they paid an ass load of money to bring the old boy over. So I don't see it being out of the I, I realm of possibility. It wasn't, it wasn't for us to. Listen I mean, it wasn't for you, but I'm. That's what, but my point is, I don't see it being out of the realm of possibility for them to drop the bag on Shannon and be like, 
come on over. We know that you got something. You got a following. We want the eyes. That's what it's all about. They want the eyes so that they can sell, you know, sell these ads. Well, to the, I, you know, know. I guess good for China. I think I don't think it's a bad idea financially. Yeah, it's not. You go over there for so. a year or two, man, and build your do platform you up even more and get the fuck out of there. Do Next thing you know, do. you'll probably be a dumbass who runs for politics. Don't. Anyway, we're, we're not going to talk about that. Right about now is the time we'd like to give you little tidbits of news or words of wisdom that you can take with yourself into the week. L, what's up, man? And I don't really have much, man. Besides, it's the summertime. Uh, and when it gets summer, we know what happens in craziness, poverty stricken communities, man. Uh, the violence goes up. And I'm just really deeply concerned about, particularly uh, Philadelphia, man, is the violence is absolutely out of control. Young yeah. people are committing heinous acts against young people. And I, I don't necessarily have any solutions or answers for anybody my only word of advice man was just keep your head on the swivel uh one in the chamber they've been taking money out of these after school and summer work programs for the longest time man kids don't got nothing to do they just be out there in the streets man i what, what can you yeah, do about it man what can you do about like that's gonna be like yeah, yeah. man it's scary Cru crush what you got man Man, not much really to uh, myself, but I will note that uh, uh, apparently uh, Dr. Dre is very excited for uh, Snoop's new album that he's doing with him. Well, yeah. I like, mean, that's his know. homeboy. I'd be I'd be hyped for my homeboy too, I guess. So yeah, we'll see. All this time. Snoop, we'll Snoop hasn't dropped. When is Snoop's album was, last album was what, almost five years ago? Yeah, it's been a few years. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, it's, oh, I, actually, what I want to do is actually shout out Danny Brown because a clip of him is going around again about some comments he made about, you know, how you know, uh, you know the young generation, the rap of our artists think think that the older generation hates on them, but the truth is, it's just that you know we haven't heard, we haven't recognized inequality yet, and and I know he makes a good point. He's like nobody is you know, and because at, at the end of the day, I don't want to hate y'all. I want y'all to be better than us. Mm, and and Danny was like, none of you cats had none anything close to Cuban links, and yet every chance to do it for the past thirteen years. Yeah, right. like that's the only thing we want y'all to do. Yo, we want y'all to do to do better than the shit we did. That's and we gotta bro. talk about. Let's we gotta talk better. about Snoop as a rapper at some Let's point. Do better, time. you know what I'm saying? Please, because God, man. So you're not a fan of Snoop? Is that I, I, what I'm? Is that which, what I'm going for? What you're saying? Snoop? Are we talking about? It would be the question. I mean, this Snoop. Is, okay, let, let, let's, let's ask right the pivotal right question. What is the last Snoop album that you enjoyed? If you say Doggy Style, I'm gonna slap you. If you say doggy style, <laughs> I mean Snoop's had a good three, four albums that were really good. Yeah, no, no, he's had good albums. Three or three or four albums. That highlight really specifically good. is the transition in his rap style. You know who else did the same thing? Cube did the same thing. If we listen to early Cube albums to later Cube albums, crush. That, that's a conversation I want to hear one uh, day. No, we all know. We all know the album that we don't like. <laughs> where he had the nerve to wear a top hat. But why did he know, change? And when black men don't wear top hats. Black men don't wear top hats. This man wear a top but, hat in his damn album. Cube was one of the greatest storytellers yeah, that we had yeah, in early yeah, hip hop. Yeah. yeah. But after he, a while, he, 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 but, but he did, no, he, he did return to form on one album. He returned to form on one album called Laugh Now, Cry Later. Oh, no, no. 
no, no, he, no, he, returned, he returned to complete yeah, form yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, it sounds yeah, like yeah, old yeah, cube. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, keep it funky. Everybody can't be the same. For there's very nah, few and, and they of us that and stay the same for forever. Be. Be. Like the only, the only, the only artist I can think off the top of my head that I can think of that's been Come the on, same since day one is Talib. Talib's been the same since day one. He's his style has not changed. He's he's just been that consistent dude. But look at Jay Z from twenty two twos to now to the four 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 album. Like that, they're not the same J at all. And that four forty four album, that's part of my gospel right there. I love that album. And this is what it is. All right, what's up for me this week, man? Is uh, honestly just love the people. Nah, oh no, all them Jones is working, my guy. All them Jones is working. Get your neosporins. All them Jones. All the the fire working. extinguishers and in your kitchen. Fire extinguishers will yeah, work. Make sure you have a good fire extinguisher that actually fucking works. Fire with hardened gloves. Yeah, no bullshit. A full, full, a fully formed body <laughs> fire retardant jacket and shit. Anyway, for what's up for me is just hug and love upon the people that you have an opportunity to hug no doubt, no and love doubt. upon right now while you still can love upon them, man. One of our homegirls, um, friend of the show lost her mom the day before mother's day right right and yeah, shout out yeah shout out to our sister our sister yeah, Kai, yeah, yeah shout yeah. out to our sister Lori. Yeah. um yeah yeah sure. I, man i went i went to the funeral man and i i've only gotten a chance i've never met her mom in i'm so sorry i couldn't make it just, i only got a chance to talk to her and it just reminded me it just like i said like with many other things it just reminded me man like we gotta take full advantage and give the flowers to those people that we love yeah, and that are here that love us because we never know when they're going to be gone man it's a lawyer was dressed like old girl from uh the watchman that blurred kind right yes yeah, indeed. yeah yes, yeah indeed. she killed that she got, i still have that yeah. picture yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. she yeah. did she did kill that she did yeah, 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 that, that's, yeah. yeah that's our sister she, right there that's yeah yeah, yeah. she right killed it she's not my sister yeah. so she killed it i mean i can say that <laughs> I mean, she's me, 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 and old Elgin makes sure he knows everybody knows all the boundaries. Well, you know, I'm all like Vin Diesel, you know what I'm saying? Love those people that you can love while you can love them, man, because you never know when that opportunity is going to end. So, Crush, where can folks find you if they want to find you, man? Man, they can find me on Instagram as usual at SP Methods. Uh, there'll be a lot going down really soon uh, for the summertime uh, with my man T. Lucas and a few other guys. Looking forward to it. No doubt. L, where can folks find you? Um, Twitter, at LG Bailey. Okay, no doubt. And I'm Big O, Mr. In the Black himself. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at MR underscore In the Black. And I want to thank you guys for joining us for another incredible episode of the In the Black podcast. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you chose to kick it with us, and we appreciate it. Make sure you follow us across social media at In the Black PDCST on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. Come on over to our YouTube. Make sure you check that out. Finesse that thumbs up. Hit the subscribe. Check out past episodes of our show at our website, www.intheblackpodcast.com. And if you really want to be down, you know you can join the family over at our Patreon no doubt so thank you once again but as always until next time informed intelligent Intelligent. in the black in the black peace this is this is the in the black podcast in the black bro (laughs) Hands down with the
one of the best podcasts I ever heard though. I like that what up? I read a black copy, Bretchen. Listen. In the black podcast, think your lad is all facts. He don't like that default fact. In the black podcast, don't talk trash. Switch fast if you ain't wrong, then you're whack. Inform this intelligent element, so it's relevant. Not for the weak and delicate. This is eloquent excellence. We are setting the precedence. Resting them my excrement. In the black podcast, the truth like the testament. Don't know, black up he bro, man, a specialist. So what the podcast broadcast, y'all mess with this. Like said, they my cheat, who no do it so effortless. I listen, them I learn, man, them listen, them I benefit. Reporting, current event, everything that is prevalent. This is so exquisite, a scientific experiment. Giving you the news, not views without evidence. Telling you the truth, sentiments without embellishments. Relax, these are the facts, bringing them to your residence. In your house, or your tenement, listen to hear intelligence. Body filled with melanin, power that's so ascending. Bright in the stars, bringing some light back to the desolate. In the black podcast, that your lad is all facts. You don't like that, the fuck back. In the black podcast, they on top. Who look you watch, black up here, chat me, young flop. In the black podcast, that your lad is all facts. You don't like that, the fuck back. In the black podcast, we all lost. The whole of them can't, none of them can't trust. Yes, just like that, Black himself. What up, DJ? This is.